Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the final hour of power here on this Wednesday night edition of Overtime. It's the youngest in charge movement with Elle Willingham. Taking you up to 10 o'clock before we hand things over to CBS Sports Radio. Big shout out to my guy, Alex Flum of DC News Now joining us. In the last segment, if you missed any of my conversation with Alex, you are in business. Make sure you download the always free Odyssey app. Use the Odyssey Rewind feature. We go back to the 830 segment for my conversation with Alex Flumba, DC News Now. He was live out in Ashburn today for a big day uh, for the Washington Commanders. The other guys, as I like to call them, the rest of the assistants being introduced to the local media, Anthony Lynn, Davida Pritchard, uh, Bobby Johnson, Brian Johnson, you name it. Uh, all introduced to the local media out in D.C. Good conversation. As I mentioned earlier, you're starting to see some of the videos come out from the scrums with these uh, new assistant coaches here in Washington. And I read the Grant Paulson tweet uh, earlier that he got from uh, Anthony Lynn when he joined their program. And I continue to talk about it, man. There's a reason I'm so optimistic. Let me Let me rephrase it. I'm cautiously optimistic about what this thing could be moving forward because for the first time maybe in my fandom and when I say my fandom youngest in charge movement I'm talking about from like 2006 on when I really knew what the hell I was looking at and talking about for the first time in my fandom this is probably the best coaching staff that we've assembled I know some of you are going to point to oh you remember 2012 and Sean McVay and Raheem Morris and the LaFleurs and Sean McVay and Mike McDaniel, and I hear all of that. But no one knew that group was going to turn into what they turned into. A lot of those guys were first-time assistants. When you talk about the collection of talent on this coaching staff, the resumes of these dudes, all of them have had, have had success in other places, and they're coming here to mend those minds here in Washington to put the best product possible on the football field. I'm darn excited to see it, but we know it all starts at the quarterback position for this football team this offseason. We took your calls a little bit earlier on 
What was your preference for the commanders at quarterback? I want to switch gears here a little bit. Because while quarterback, as I will always admit, is uber important, it's the most important position in pro sports. It's the, the, the position that has the greatest outcome on wins and losses, in my opinion. With all that being said, knowing how important I view quarterback, there are other holes on this Washington Commanders roster. Let's not forget, ladies and gentlemen, we're not picking number two overall because we're the bee's knees, because we're the cat's meow. It was god-awful at points in time last year for the Burgundy and Gold. Why? Some may argue the coaching staff wasn't very good. I can agree with that. Some may add that there just wasn't a whole lot of talent uh, for that coaching staff to work with on the offensive side of the football and on defense. It makes this offseason that much more important. $70-plus million in cap space to spend. Was it six picks in the top 100? Or, excuse me, six in the top 155 in the top 100? They have plenty of resources to go out and improve this roster. We have the draft coming up in April, but in about three weeks, that legal tampering period begins in the National Football League, and we're going to start to get a little bit of insight as to what type of players the Washington Commanders are going after. So in light of the legal tampering period starting on, what is it, March the 11th, Matt Bowen of ESPN did an insider piece earlier today he ranked the best fits for the top 50 free agents in the National Football League. And I'll read the first couple off the top for you. Chris Jones is his number one free agent in the class. Josh Allen, the edge rusher out of Jacksonville, his number two uh, free agent in the class. And then number three, our old cousin Kirk. I'm excited to see where Kirk Cousins lands. Right now they have him slated with the Atlanta Falcons, and I think that building, that roster is in a situation right now where they are legitimately a quarterback away uh, from being an upper echelon team in the National Football League. One thing about Kirk Cousins to Atlanta and that I didn't, the parallel that I didn't draw until right now, Raheem Morris was here while Cousins was here. So I wonder if there's any type of relationship there. Raheem knows the adversity that Kirk had to go through while he was here in Washington. I'm sure that builds an you know everlasting impression about the kid for you. Uh, They've got him projected to go to the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously, we're doing this because we want to see what Washington commanders uh, they they think are good fits here. Kendall Fuller is a free agent for Washington, and they say his best team fit is the Detroit Lions. I can agree with that. Coming in at number 22, you see our best team fit for the Washington commanders. And as I mentioned, there are a multitude of different ways they can go in free agency. They got a bunch of different holes You can add to the secondary. You can add to linebacker. We know you can add up front to this offensive line. I can make the argument that a wide receiver needs to get added to the equation. Tight end is a huge possibility. Edge rusher. You get the point here. The cupboard, a little bit bare when it comes to the talent already in-house here in Washington. So Matt Bowen of ESPN matched Washington with the 22nd best free agent in the class of 2024 at a position of major Need Jonah Jackson, the offensive guard, previously of the Detroit Lions, the third round pick back in 2020. That deal now up for him. He's uh, set to hit the market, and he is a road grading type of cat that fits the mold of an Adam Peters like football player. Big, fast, strong. Big, fast, strong. And he comes from the Detroit Lions, which 
uh, for my money, was the best offensive line in football the past two seasons. He was a key cog on that thing, man. Younger cat, but developed really nicely. And he's a guard. And if I'm being honest, I think offensive tackle, probably a bigger need up front for Washington. We don't know what's going to happen with the contract of Charles Leno, but I see some people out there uh, projecting him as a potential cap casualty. Wouldn't stun me if they decided to run it back one more year with Leno. But the guard position is interesting here for Washington because we know Sam Cosme was damn good last year, probably the best year of his young career. I hope they're able to get an extension done with him this offseason. But if not, you got to do, you got to put in the work next summer uh, to get him under contract. But guard doesn't seem like it's that big of a need. It's a huge need. But because you already got Cosme in, how should feel good about it? I believe Sadiq Charles is set to be a free agent, and you all know the affinity that I have for Sadiq. I just think he also fits the mold of an Adam Peters type football player big, fast, strong, physical. The thing we know about Sadiq, though, the inability to stay healthy has been just killer for him. When he's healthy, when he's in the lineup, damn good football player. But with all that being said, Washington does have a, an opening at the guard spot. Last year during camp, they kind of neglected guard. They let Sadiq compete with Chris Paul, the seventh rounder from a year before, and Sadiq ends up winning the job, then he goes down, then Chris Paul comes in, and both of them had major inconsistencies and flaws at that position. I don't know if I would feel comfortable if I was Washington going forward with either of them as my starting guard. That's why you fill in Jonah Jackson, uh, formerly of the Detroit Lions, a 93.2 pass block win rate last year for the Detroit Lions, and it's much needed for a Washington Commanders offensive line that allowed 65 sacks last year, uh, tied for the second most in the NFL. I love Jonah Jackson from a physical standpoint. I think he's a good run blocker. I think he's a good pass blocker. Think about this, right? 6'4", 311 pounds. That's a big bleeping guard. <laughs> 6'4 is tackle measurements for some guys. So for him to be playing and kicking inside to the interior with that type of size, he has a lot of versatility. And I'm sure he's going to be able to continue to ascend as one of the best guards in football. I think you've got to go out there and do what it takes at the guard position and spend a little bit of cash, man, especially if it's on a guy like Jonah Jackson. Now, I'm doing a little bit of research on the fly. Jonah Jackson contract projection for free agency because he's going to have to get paid, right? The type of deal that he ultimately gets, though, is going to be interesting. He is, as ESPN has him, the 22nd-ranked free agent in the class. In terms of offensive linemen in this free agent class, I think you can make the argument that uh, Jonah Jackson should be right near the top of that list. I know uh, the guard, Robert Hunt, uh, formerly of Miami, is pretty high on this list. I believe Tyron Smith, former Cowboys tackle, is a free agent, but I don't even really consider him a free agent because I know Dallas is going to do whatever they can to bring him back. And then I think you probably had to go with, like, Jonah Jackson, depending on if you like some of the other guys in the class. But Jonah, the, the juice is damn sure worth the squeeze is what I would say. I'd be willing to maybe overpay uh, a little bit for Jonah Jackson. The one thing that is kind of a little bit of a detriment for Jonah and why I say that, look, 
for an offensive lineman to hit free agency, there must be a big red flag because they're so hard to come by. Jonah Jackson only played 12 games last year, so he missed some time with injury. Um, I think that's been – he had a meniscus tear that he suffered. He ends up missing the NFC Championship game, so he's got a knee injury that he's been dealing with here. I know he's dealt with injuries uh, throughout the first couple of years here in his career, but when he's healthy, when he's healthy, I think for my money, he's one of the best guards in football and was a huge catalyst as to why Detroit's offensive line was so good. Right now, going through the top free agent fits for the Washington Commanders, we keep talking about quarterback and how pressing of a need that is. There's some other big-time holes on this roster as well. ESPN's Matt Bowen did an insider piece earlier today. He ranked the top 50 free agents and did their best team fits. First one he gave here for Washington is Jonah Jackson, the guard uh, out of Detroit. That was his 22nd-ranked free agent. And then he also gives Washington his 25th-ranked free agent. And this is interesting to me because of what they already have at that position. He goes with an uber-productive, uber-versatile guy in Kyle Duggar, the safety nickel hybrid from the New England Patriots. And he's a damn good fit in a Dan Quinn defense. If Joe Witt and him are going to bring over similar principles uh, from what they had in Dallas, he's got that position flex to where he can line up at nickel. He can cover tight ends and backs. He's physical in the run game when it comes to tackling. You can blitz him. There's really nothing Kyle Duggar can't do. 6'2", 228 pounds. He's in that that tweener that tweener type of size where he's not really a linebacker, but he's not really a safety, but he's got the skill set of both positions. Washington already has a guy like that, though. Cameron Curl. Cameron Curl is very similar to a Kyle Duggar, I believe. The Kyle, when, when did Kyle Duggar come out? I gotta look it up real quick. He was in Cam Curl's draft class. Wouldn't that be something? He was in Cam Crow's draft class, and they found him out of Lenore Rhine, a, a Division I school that just isn't really huh, is, isn't really known. But shout out to Bill Belichick and the scouts for finding him. The big difference, I would say, because I do think his game is eerily similar to Cameron Curl, the big difference, I would say, between Duggar and Curl is the ball production, the ability to force turnovers. Nine interceptions over four years uh, since he was drafted by the New England Patriots. Cam Curl hasn't had, I want to, I'm going to lie on this. Cam Curl was good with his ball production as a rookie. But that those numbers have dropped off significantly here. Three career NFL interceptions. All of them came in his rookie year. So you worry a little bit about the ball production for Cam. But to his credit, I think Washington moves him around so much in that defense that it's hard for him to make plays on the football because of what they're asking him to do at times. But a guy, Matt Bowen of ESPN, likes Kyle Duggar as a good fit uh, for the Washington Commanders. He's got Duggar as his 25th-ranked free agent in the class of 2024. One more fit that came from a guy, Matt Bowen. And ironically enough, he's got Cameron Curl as the 36th-ranked free agent. He's got Duggar as the 25th guy. So nine spots between two very similar players. He's got Cam Curl actually leaving the Washington Commanders. That makes me a little bit sad. Cam is always a pleasant dude to me anytime I get to chop it up with him out of training camp, play video games with him a couple times before as well. He's a good dude. He's a good overall dude. Matt Bowen's got him leaving and going to the New York Jets. Now that 
would be a very interesting fit because of how New York deploys guys in their secondary. A lot of creativity, a lot of blitzing, really the ability to play to his strengths. But depending on what the money looks like for Cam Curl, I don't know if he's necessarily going to be back here in Washington, especially when you consider the emergence of Quan Martin, Washington's second-round pick uh, toward the end of last year. The final free agent fit that our guy Matt Bowen has for the Commanders, coming in at free agent number 46, it's a running back. Tony Pollard of the Dallas Cowboys. And I know some people are probably saying, a member of the Cowboys coming here to Washington? You're crazy. When you really look at it, though, it ain't that crazy. Tony Pollard, am I reading this right? Tony Pollard had 179 receptions last year for Dallas. There's no way that's correct. There's just, there's just no way I'm, I'm going to believe that. I'm trying to effort to pull up Tony Pollard's numbers here real quick. We know about his ability to catch the football out of the backfield, but I know he didn't have that many catches in the season. 179 career catches. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. 55 catches for Pollard last year, and it kind of felt like his numbers were a little bit down in the passing game. Uh, didn't score any receiving touchdowns this year, but we know what Pollard is known for, right? He was, you know, perfect in that role of being that second back, that 1B type of back that can make plays out of the backfield in the passing game, and you don't use him sparingly, right? I mean, you don't use him every down, right? More of your third down and situational back. Him splitting carries, though, with Brian Robinson would get really interesting. I know Chris Rodriguez, the rookie out of Kentucky, still a member of Washington's backfield. and then. Speaking of the running back room, Antonio Gibson is heading into free agency. Matt Bowen doesn't have him in his top 50 available free agents, but I don't know. I don't know what it is about Antonio Gibson, why I feel like there's, there's something there with that kid. You get him in the right situation with the right offensive coaching staff, there's damn sure something uh, that he can show you, and there's a role for him in the National Football League. My biggest fear right, when Washington loses guys via free agency, is them going to their next location and being just an absolute 110% dog. So in five pro seasons, 179 receptions for Pollard, ran for 1,000 yards for the second straight season this past year. So a little bit of tread on the tires for Tony Pollard, but maybe a situation here in Washington is perfect for him because he doesn't have to be that bell held back. We just did... ESPN's top free agent fits for the commanders. When we get back, we'll continue to look at the other positions of need for Washington outside a quarterback. When we get back, I'll give you my biggest offseason need for the commanders outside of the quarterback position. That's next. You're on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 1-800-636-1067 is the number on the MGM National Harbor Lister lines. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore BTP. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham, here with you on Overtime on 106.7 The Fan. We're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. About a half hour left to go on the program before we kick things over to CBS Sports Radio. The conversation back on the Washington Commanders. A little bit different angle this time around. Quarterback conversation has dominated the airwaves pretty much since the end of the season. We've had our coaching search that we went through. We had our general manager search that we went through. But outside of those two things, quarterback has been right at the top of our discussion list. If you tapped into the last segment, I gave you uh, ESPN's top free agent fits in their top 50 free agents for the Washington Commanders. Three guys in the top 50 that they thought best fit with Washington. Guard Jonah Jackson, their number 22 ranked free agent from the Detroit Lions. They had their number 26 ranked free agent, Kyle Duggar, the safety from New England. And then they had their number 47th ranked free agent, Tony Pollard, the running back from the Dallas Cowboys, also fitting here to Washington. I like two out of the three fits. I love Jonah Jackson. That's probably my favorite fit out of all of them. And no coincidence, he's the best player on the list that they they projected to Washington. But I think he comes in and has a clear, defined role right away. I don't know how much sense it would make to throw money at Kyle Duggar if you're not going to pay your own in Cameron Curl. As I mentioned earlier, both of those two dudes in the exact same draft class, uh, both off to stellar starts to their career through the first four seasons. Duggar, though, the big difference is the ball production. So maybe if Dan Quinn and company, the affinity that they have for creating turnovers, maybe Duggar is a better fit. I don't know, though. Tony Pollard was the last guy. Uh, that they they mocked to Washington as a good free agent fit. I hope they bring Antonio Gibson back. And I know when I say that, people are probably like, "Mm." irony of the thing is, Tony Pollard is also from Memphis. So they'd be replacing one Memphis back with another. Now that we got our top free agent fits via ESPN, I want to look at the biggest offseason needs for the commanders outside of the quarterback position. Because we know quarterback has dominated the discussion, but clearly there are more holes than just quarterback. And I try to tell you all that. 
I know you all are going to say, see, Linnell, there are holes bigger than quarterback, so why would you trade up for Caleb? Because, people, if you get quarterback right, it can lessen the impact, or excuse me, it can elevate everybody around you, and it can make everyone better. So that's why I go quarterback. It changes everything. But my top offseason need for the commanders outside of the quarterback position, I got five listed here. And I don't want to put them in any particular order because I think they're all equally as important. And some of you may not agree with may not agree with that. And it is what it is. Main thing that I think they have to address this offseason is offensive tackle. I don't think you have a starting offensive tackle on your roster uh, unless you plan on running things back with Charles Leno, which I'm honestly not a thousand percent against depending on what you do at quarterback in the draft. I do think Charles Leno uh, could get away with another year as your starter or another half season as your starter while you develop and inco- or develop somebody in the wings. But I think offensive tackle is a big need. And one of the callers called in earlier and said, man, you know, blow big-time money on offensive tackle and free agency. That's just not the way the free agent market works at that position. If I was Washington, when it comes to addressing offensive tackle, if they stay put at pick number 36, that is probably, you know, where I would go. It'd be offensive tackle, right? Because in the offensive line class in free agency at tackle, it's just not, it's not very good. The number one tackle in the class is Tyron Smith of Dallas. He sure as hell isn't leaving Dallas to come to Washington. So that's a pipe dream. And he's 33 years old and injury prone. So you don't want him. Trent Brown from New England has been an absolute head case. He's getting ready to turn 31 years of age this year. There was problems with him inside the locker room, him as a leader, him as a teammate, so I'm far away from him. The other tackle for the Patriots, Mike Onwinu, 26 years of age, somebody that maybe I'd be willing to take a flyer on. Young enough still, still got upside and potential maybe uh, he's able to help you out a little bit. Jonah Williams is interesting to me as well. Uh, turning 27 next year. Overall PFF grade last year, just not very good. 58.5 for the Cincinnati Bengals. And I, I look at Makai Becton coming from the Jets. He's somebody that I'd potentially maybe take a flyer on in free agency. But the point is, when it comes to offensive tackle, it's one of their biggest needs. But I think they're going to have to wait until the NFL draft uh, to try and fill that hole in particular. A couple other holes I think they have. Edge rusher, major hole for them, which I think they'd be better off pursuing in free agency rather than the draft. Center, depending on what you think about Ricky Stromberg, is something that you got to upgrade potentially this offseason as well. Linebacker, with Dan Quinn and company coming over, installing a new defense, Dallas cares about the linebacker position, and I think he could stand to add a wide receiver uh, coming up here as well. I want to take your calls, though. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. When we come back, We'll match some players to these positions on my list of the biggest offseason needs for the commanders outside of quarterback. That's next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Talking off-season needs for the Burgundy and Gold outside of the quarterback position. We know that they've got that number two overall pick. We know that they've got five picks within the top 100. We know they've got $70-plus million in cap space. How will they address the other needs on this Washington roster? 1-800-636-1067 is the number. You can tweet at me as well. It's at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. I listed some of my biggest offseason needs for the commanders outside of quarterback. Want to maybe play a little bit of matchmaker here when it comes to how Washington uh, could potentially fill these big needs that they have uh, here in free agency. So, I told you all that they're listed in no particular order here. But I'd have to think offensive tackle is probably the biggest need that they have right now. Although one can make the case for edge rusher with it just really being uh, K.J. Henry being in the fold next year. uh, The second year player out of Clemson. There's a couple of different ways that they could ultimately go here. I do think OT is the biggest need. But I don't think that's how, or I don't think OT is a position that they should necessarily address in free agency. I think offensive tackle is a position you do your damnedest to address in the draft, whether that's pick number 36, whether that's, you know, pick number 40. I think you got to do what it takes to address offensive tackle early. We talked about a potential trade back scenario with the Las Vegas Raiders, and in that scenario, Washington ended up picking up uh, from Vegas picks number 13, picks number 44, number 77. So with that, you maybe have a little extra capital to make a swing at an offensive tackle, but this offensive tackle class in the draft, I think it's generational. Um I believe it was Daniel Jeremiah's last mock draft that he had uh, on Monday. I believe 10 offensive tackles projected within the first round. It is that deep of a class. And even if you don't get your pick of the litter, say, in the first round, I think at the top of round two, there's some good value there. In the, in, in the top of round three, there's some good value there. But ultimately, you know, it's a crapshoot when it comes to projecting who can come and uh, make an impact at the next level. Adam Peters, though, man, I keep talking about his ability to hit on late-round draft picks. That's why, to me, I'm saving my biggest needs for the NFL draft. 
So I think offensive tackle, definitely a need. Edge rusher, as I mentioned, definitely a need. The linebacker spot, to me, definitely a need. And I think when it comes to linebacker, that's another area that Adam Peters has shown a track record of hitting on here in these later rounds with Dre Greenlaw and Fred Warner, you name it. They've done really well at that position in the draft. Another position to need that I feel like is kind of being slept on right now. We need more depth in this receiver room. You 100% need more depth in your receiver room, especially if Cliff Kingsbury is going to come here and run a four-wide receiver offense, similar to what we saw him run in Arizona. Terry, Jahan, Curtis is a free agent. Deami Brown is under contract, but there are differing opinions on him throughout uh, uh, the building. So we'll see how they eventually address uh, the wide receiver position for your free agency, but I wouldn't be surprised if I saw them spend a pretty penny on that position with a veteran, a Gabe Davis or an Odell Beckham Jr. There are plenty of good names out there at receiver uh, where Washington uh, could upgrade at. I want to get your calls, though, one 800 636 1067. What do you think is the biggest needs for the Washington Commanders outside of the quarterback position? Let's go to Ralph in DC. Hey, uh, hello. Your radio. Yeah. You got to turn it you down. Say, um, you got to yeah, turn, turn it radio. down now. What's going on? You in? I got you. All right. I think the next biggest need, if we don't go, like you said, tackle, we need linebackers. And I would think if we don't go, I mean, we got a lot of good picks. So I like everything you said, though. Everything you said, man, makes so much sense. And I'm, I'm following you. Everything you said, I like it. <laughs> Ralph, I appreciate the call, my man. Tavon, it's an upper market. Hey, how you do- What's going on? Hey, how you doing? Love the show. Appreciate you. Um, I, I agree with you. I also think that, um, in my opinion, the three biggest needs, uh, you're looking at O-line, linebacker, and the uh, edge rush. Yeah. That I think free agency-wise, you should uh, – Address that. Um, you got you got eighty million uh, cap space. You know, try to go out there and uh, address that free agency wise, and then everything else. I would say probably draft. Um, you possibly can get a good amount of guys free agency, maybe four uh, guys or so um, with that cap space, and then you know, do the rest um, through the draft. For sure, Tavon. I appreciate the call as always, Denny Avdia. Getting ready to join the program next here on The Fan. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back. It's overtime. 106.7 The Fan. We're always streaming live nationally on the free Odyssey app. It's the youngest in charge movement, Linnell Willingham. Taking you up to 10 o'clock tonight. Right now, joined by a special guest out on the BetQL guest hotline, our pal Denny Avdia of the Washington Wizards. Fresh off of his career-high 41-point performance uh, last week against the New Orleans Pelicans. Denny, you guys coming off for the All-Star break. First of all, appreciate you guys giving us some time. And what are you looking forward to here post-All-Star break? First of all, uh, thank you for having me. Yep. And uh, we just finished practice. I think um, we're in good shape. Uh, say, you sound like you're out of breath a little bit, man. <laughs> yeah, I just I just finished workout. You know, it's, I feel a, it. it's an authentic interview right here. <laughs> we um, appreciate it, man. 
But um, I think we're together. We're trying to uh, push the last stretch of the season, try to win as much as possible, get better. Um, honestly, as everybody knows, you know, our record is not the best, yeah. but we can get a lot of benefits from playing together. And we have a lot of young, uh, a lot of young talent in our team that can develop. And I think those couple of games, it's really important for us to develop and stay together and uh, compete as much as we can. You mentioned, obviously, it's been a rough start to the season, but yourself, Danny, you've been phenomenal from the get-go. I remember when I saw you out at Media Day, I poked some fun at you, man. You definitely look bigger like you had been in the weight room. You've seen a sizable jump in pretty much you know, every statistical category for you this year. Where's your headspace at right now, and how confident are you uh, that you can continue this hot stretch of play? I feel like I still have a lot, of, a lot of room to grow. I'm still learning game to game in terms of, like, Where's my spots on the floor and getting better defensively and better getting better and communicating on the court? But you know, I'm always I'm always competing. That's something that since I started playing basketball, I I didn't uh, give up on any play, on any season. You know, I'm always here to compete. Doesn't matter the record, doesn't matter the game, the time. Uh, I'm trying to do the best that I can. I'm working hard. Uh, and honestly, like you know, I'm in a good stretch right now. I'm just trying to keep it going. And uh, it's it's a good thing a, a good thing to build on for sure. Definitely, it's huge for the you know growth of this franchise for you to continue to take a step. I'm happy to see you put the work in. Speaking of that work you put in, I know this summer was crucial for you. Finally, being healthy, going into an off season, and getting the entire summer yep. to really work on your game. What have been some of the benefits of that? And can we expect this type of growth moving forward if you can stay healthy? Oh, I was I was going through it. Uh, pre- <laughs> I had like three preseason. Uh, pre three pre seasons that I was mm. injured, yeah, and I couldn't be with the team and couldn't really develop in the summer like I wanted to. And I feel like this summer my body was in the best shape. I was taking care of my body, and I was able to improve on the stuff I wanted to improve. Get a lot of repetition, be there with my teammates preseason, get the chemistry together, get the chemistry right, and um, that's what uh, I feel like. That's what a big part of why it's more comfortable for me right now. I definitely can agree. It's showing on the court for you. Obviously, you know, we talk about all the time just trying to create good habits as a young basketball team. With you now being in year four, with the chemistry and dynamic in that locker room, how have you tried to assert yourself a little bit more as a leader this year? Because you definitely seem more vocal. Um, first of all, it comes with experience. Yeah. You know, that's my uh, fourth year right now. I know the guys for quite a bit. I play, I play with them. They have more confidence in me. The organization have more confidence in me. I feel like everybody's just uh, respect my word more because you know, as a rookie, you're coming in, you, you know, you're getting uh, bullied a lot. You get right. bullied, bullied <laughs> a lot. Your, your word doesn't mean a lot, but I feel like you know, especially where I came from, and and, and playing the right basketball and having the uh, having the place to come and say stuff when I need to is big, big for our team. And I feel like um, it's been helpful for me to grow as a person and from for for my team for sure. You mentioned where you came from, Denny. You obviously had a lot of success overseas and really dominated the league that you played in. It was the youngest MVP of that league ever. How, how difficult has it been transitioning? I know it's been four years now to this point. I guess how, more, how much more comfortable are you transitioning from the way you played overseas to how you're playing now? Because I think as we're starting to see, you're, you're fully capable uh, of scoring from all three levels, getting your teammates involved, and then defensively, I know that's where you really take a lot of pride at. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, especially coming into the league, you know, I didn't get the ball a lot. So my bread and butter was always the defense, yeah. like competing on the defensive side, whether it's rebounding or defending the best player. And 
what I'm happy about is I'm still doing that. Like yeah. I'm still doing it. I'm still like taking this challenge to honestly have a have us better chance to win. You know, I'm gonna do whatever it takes um, for the for to be for the team to be uh to be able to win games and honestly um you know it's, it was tough for me in the beginning like condition wise like yeah i feel like being away from home being away from friends and family and, um you know it's a new country i'm not right. a lot of people know what is it to be in a new country and, and play and i think that was more challenging than the pa- the basketball part so yeah. i think after i overcome that uh that part uh it was just like getting better in basketball and that's where it all clicked for me Joined right now the BetQL guest hotline by Wizards forward Denny Avdia. Denny, I give you a ton of credit, bro. Just from a real human life standpoint, you having your career best year in the midst of what's going on back at home, I don't know how your friends and family are affected by the situation going on in Israel, but can you talk about how that's been to strike that balance between, you know, wanting to worry about what's at home, but then obviously having a career to focus on? It's been really difficult. So, it, like at the beginning when it all started, the season just, just the season just started, and you know all my all my friends were fighting in the army, and my friend just making sure my family's safe. It, right. it was really difficult, you know. My heart's in, like my heart is in prayers are with the families and whatever's going on going on in Israel. You know, it's it's tough to follow, but you know my job is to represent. My I'm sorry, my job is to represent and uh, be there for my country and make sure that everybody of the NBA. Area, fans teammates know what's going on and i think it's i think it's been good that you know i was in a good stretch and being able to uh pass the message so um it was big for me for sure i think you know we as fans appreciate what you've been able to do and as you mentioned thoughts and prayers out to the families that are impacted we talked a little bit about the locker room dynamic that you guys have i think it's a cool locker room you guys added jordan Poole to it this summer and uh, off to a little bit of a rough start in the first half of the season. How has he been, though, as a teammate and uh, continuing to help you maybe even grow and develop as a player? Honestly, no complaints. Jordan is a great dude. He's a great, hardworking dude. And, and you know, like, we, like, you shouldn't, like, us as teammates, we trust him. We know he's a great player. We see what he's capable of. And we know it's, it's all good. Like, players have stretches all the time. It's bad, bad games, good games. It's part of basketball. Um, obviously... You know, uh, he's sticking with it. He's working hard, and that's the most important thing to see that, you know, we all trust him to make the right plays, and I'm sure he's going to have great dreams coming up. Denny, just from the naked eye, right, and watching, it looks like you guys are playing a lot better under new interim head coach Brian Keefe. What has his messaging brought to the team, and how different is his voice when he is the main voice? I think he, uh, first of all, like we're competing. Yeah. I feel like uh, defensively, uh, we're taking more pride on one-on-one defense. Uh, I feel like he gives us a lot of confidence and go and make plays and play fast. Um, But uh, other than that, it's just I feel like our chemistry is is way better. Like we're talking to each other, like uh, after games, like what's wrong, what's missing, and uh, communication. I think is the most important right now in our team, and he's doing a great job of emphasizing it. So. He's been great. He's been putting us in the right spots to succeed, and hopefully it will transfer to win in the future. Denny, I don't know if you caught the comments that uh, former Celtics great Kevin Garnett had about you, some high praise about the grit and toughness that you play with. <laughs> How does it feel, bro, to get that type of recognition from a player of his caliber? I mean, you know, it always feels good to have recognition from a guy who competed right. every game. And <laughs> we're, we're have to, 
I think we have like really similar mentality in terms of like comp like uh, competing and being a, like being a dog out there. And I feel like when a guy like that uh, saying uh, those stuff about you definitely feels good. Danny, I'll, Danny, I'll let you go on this, my friend. So I just saw this stat via Danny Avdia on Twitter, catch, my friend. <laughs> I need I need to catch my air a little bit, man. I, <laughs> I did interview all like breathing hard. I'm sorry. No, you're good, bro. You're good. But I want to let you go with this stat. You're one of four players this year averaging 13-plus points per game, six-plus rebounds, shooting 50-plus percent from the field, and 40-plus percent from beyond the arc. It's just you, Carl Anthony Towns, and Kevin Durant. So really shows yeah. the type of jump that you've made, my man. I appreciate you giving us some time, and best Thank of luck you. in the second half of the I season. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You're a lot. Thank you. Thank yes, you sir. so much. Talk soon. Bye-bye. That is Denny Avdia, ladies and gentlemen. Always good getting the opportunity to catch up with him. He absolutely has been just phenomenal this season. And the Wizards getting ready to come out of the All-Star break. I believe tomorrow night uh, they play the Denver Nuggets. So for Denny Avdia and the crew, the final you know 40 or so games left in this season, trying to continue to build good habits here and show why you know this is a young team that you can root behind here moving forward. Man, I'm excited to see. Uh, what they are able to continue to do. Denny, to me, is honestly like a real different cat, man. And I, I, he talked about it a little bit in the interview, coming over to America from another country. I think sometimes we maybe downplay the significance of that and how maybe difficult it is to come in and adjust uh, to the American culture, to the American lifestyle. I think he's done a tremendous job pretty much improving in every major statistical category since he's come into the league. And then it all culminated last week, man, 43 points, 15 rebounds uh, in Washington's loss against the Pelicans. Hopefully moving forward for the rest of the season, we can continue to see Danny Avdia take steps in the right direction. That is all she wrote, though, for this Wednesday night edition of Overtime. Appreciate all of you tapping in with the show. Back with you tomorrow. A little programming note. Team 980, our sister station, 1 to 4 p.m. In for the rooster, Chris Russell. I'll have a ton of fun over there tomorrow. To keep the conversation going with me on Twitter, it's very simple. It's at N-E-L-L underscore B-T-P. Big thanks to my pal Metal Chris behind the glass. Keeping us on schedule all show long. CBS Sports Radio, coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.